0: What is going on? Episode 52 of the Media Captain Podcast. This is Jason Parks running solo today. It has been a while since uh, Stephanie and I have last recorded a podcast. The last one we recorded was in April. Um, And we are going to do uh, changes in format to the podcast. So it used to be that we would really focus on one topic and we would do a deep dive into that. It was great, but it was somewhat exhausting. And sometimes we felt like we were. it was just hard to carry on a conversation on one topic for twenty minutes. So I want to let you know what we're going to be doing moving forward. Uh, every week now, I send out a media cap. I send out an email blast. Um, the media captain does, and I send it out everything that I'm seeing on the agency side of things and working with over a hundred accounts each week I'm taking these all of this great information and when I think of something that's cool or something new that I'm seeing I start writing it down and that's included in the email blast on the Durham Warehouse side of things with Stephanie running the day-to-day of Durham Warehouse and working with over 250,000 customers um, that's right we are we now have over 250,000 customers we're seeing a lot of shit every day and um, so so when we're seeing something cool, something new that we've implemented, we're jotting it down. Every week we sign up, we send out an email blast. So um, what, what we're going to start doing is we're going to summarize the email blast, some cool things that we're seeing on the e-commerce side, on the digital marketing side. If you are a small business owner, um, you know, if you're in marketing, I really think that you're going to love this and the new formatting is, uh, is going to be improved. Uh, I encourage you to sign up for the Media Captain's email blast. Um, if you go to themediacaptain.com uh, at the bottom of the site, you can enter your email and uh, we will get you, you'll automatically be added into that. So let's dive into it. So. Um, The first thing that I want to go over is uh, Google coming out and announcing that it will be killing expanded text ads Uh, that is going to start on June 30th of 2022. So moving forward, they will only serve responsive search ads moving forward. That's a big announcement that they are killing expanded text ads. Uh, This me and just so you know, An expanded text ad is like a traditional ad. You have um, headline one, headline two, headline three, and you have the two descriptions underneath it. Uh, There was a lot of customization there. What a responsive search ad is um, is where it's more dynamically generated based off of the information that's on the website. Um, Also, uh, Google is going to just serve what they think is the best uh, format. So, for example, I was just changing some of the Media Captains ads to go to responsive search since we primarily had traditional text ads, and um, you know, as I was doing that for like the headline. It gives you 15 different options and Google is going to pick which one they think is the best. Uh, So you lose some control, but at the same time, if you set it up properly, um, it could lead to like a solid quality score. Overall, um, I'm okay with this. Uh, Again, you have time. This isn't rolling out until June 30th of 2022. So if you're running PPC ads for your business, you don't have to get this fixed by tomorrow, Um, but it is still a big announcement from Google. Uh, According to Google, responsive search ads see a 7% higher conversion rate than uh, standard search ads. So 7%, it's decent uptick, nothing crazy. Um, But again, this is just moving, overall it's moving away from, it's moving more towards automation, I would say, uh, which maybe you're happy with that, maybe you're not, but I just wanted to let everybody know um, based off of that. All right, moving on, into it, the parent company of QuickBooks is in talks to buy MailChimp for an estimated $10 billion. Uh, So the time that we're recording this is September 5th, 2021. Um, Just so everybody knows, if you're listening to this a year later, maybe the deal fell through, I don't know. But a couple of things. First off, we love MailChimp at at the Media Captain. Uh, For a lot of our small business clients um, who are non-e-commerce, they use MailChimp. Um, and so, yeah, we, we love MailChimp. Also, we love, uh, QuickBooks. That's what we use for our accounting, for the media captain, for Durham warehouse. Um, the acquisition makes sense on several fronts. Um, just for, for starters, uh, Intuit will, if this acquisition goes through, there are over a million, 11 million business owners that use QuickBooks. So, um, you know, with Intuit making this acquisition for Mailchimp, essentially they're getting contact information of 11 million business owners. Uh, what I could see happening is directly within the the QuickBooks platform, there would be the ability to also send out email marketing messages. Uh, so overall, this this makes sense from an M and A standpoint. Um, just something that was interesting that I wanted to to bring to your uh, attention. Um, One of the most common questions, and I'm just moving on here. Again, I'm going bullet point to bullet point. um, So the format's going to be a little bit different here. Uh, But one of the most common questions I get from prospective clients calling in is where should they be allocating their advertising dollars? It is crazy. People have no clue where to put their their ad dollars. Um, You know, the behemoths are Facebook, Google, and Amazon. Um, that is where the majority of ad spend goes, but you'd be amazed how many people call in they're call in and they're just like, Oh, I, you know, we need to advertise on Facebook. Uh, not, not necessarily. Um, so that dives into the next, um, point here is that I want to talk about intent when it comes to advertising, uh, you know, w- how we help. What we're really good at at the Media Captain is we know, like, based off the type of business, where your ad dollars should go. So I'm just going to give an example here that talks about intent, just so you understand this. For a local dental practice, um, if if somebody is, so we're doing a local dental practice as an example here. If you're a local dental practice, where should you be putting your ad dollars? Let's say you have twenty five hundred dollars a month. Where should you be spending it? So we like to look at intent and I'll walk you through like the critical thinking process, which is really important for you to be thinking about. So if somebody were to go to Google and they were to type in Columbus dentist, uh, dentist near me, um, let's say dentist in Grandview, which is a suburb, the intent's really strong there. I mean, somebody literally is in need of a dentist because they're typing it into Google, they see your advertisement, they click on it, and they go to your website which would have information about all of your dental procedures you can't get much higher of intent there that is why google is such a damn beast like the intent nobody can match it because it's search based so there there's high intent okay so twenty five hundred dollars your dental practice that is you know google is a great place to be based off of what i just told you there um what about other channels let's let's think about facebook okay, if we were going to target an ad on Facebook, um, how would we go about doing that? First off, who would we target? Let, let's say we have a big, great piece of creative. Let's say we filmed a video of the dentist talking about teeth whitening and cavities, and it was just like he had a great personality. It seemed very natural and authentic. So we have this great piece of creative on Facebook. Who are we going to target that to now? Um, you know, people don't have an interest of... a you know liking the dentist or liking to get their teeth cleaned so you have to go like very broad in your targeting um which makes it tough to find your ideal customer so whereas google literally somebody's typing in they want a dentist on facebook it's going to be hard to find that person the thing with facebook though is that like the cpm the cost per thousand impressions the cost per click is going to be a lot is going to be lower than google but still the intent is different ballpark. So, you know, when I'm thinking $2,500 budget for um, all the different channels for a dentist, I'm probably recommending going $2,000 towards Google and Bing, both search engines, and $500 maybe for retargeting on social media, and maybe some Facebook ads to see if they perform well. Okay, now I wanna go through other scenarios because you might be thinking here, Jason, Google is always just, okay, every company that I have, Google is gonna be the winner. That's definitely not the case. Um, I'm based in Columbus, Ohio, so I always like using Columbus as a reference, but this can go for any sort of business. So um, we had a client that uh, had a storefront location and they were on campus at Ohio State and they were selling Ohio State gear. They were selling Buckeye gear. This is one where Facebook did really well, like Facebook and Instagram, because we were able to target to people that had an interest of Ohio State, that were alumni of Ohio State. So there was a very refined audience that we were able to go towards, which made Facebook work. Now let's hop over to Google. At the same time, like Google shopping also worked well because people all over the country were interested in like Ohio State gear. So there was actually strong intent on both sides, on Facebook and on Google. Um, an, another example, though, is we worked with a T-shirt company, and you know, each week they would come up with clever new designs. They killed it on Facebook, like you know, uh, really strong return on ad spend. Where on um, Google, the reason it didn't perform well is the intent wasn't there. Like some of their designs, for example, like a VW bug, and it just said like you know, I forget what the slogan was, but they would have these cute slogans and. Um, but nobody, like what do you type for that on Google? It's hard to even construct in your head what you would type for that. Well, when you're having trouble thinking of the search query to type on Google, a lot of times Facebook is going to be the better play because that's where you can introduce your product. So I just love walking through this exercise of, um, you know, of uh, intent in helping determine where you should be putting your, your ad dollars. All right, normally when Stephanie's here, I can take a couple, couple more breaths. So uh, I'm going to take a deep breath and um, we are going to go into the next one. Um, just something, you know, I jot down stats that I think are interesting and, uh, you know, throughout the course of the week. And heading into Labor Day weekend, Zoom shares were down more than 15%. Uh, Their stock wiped out more than $15 billion in market value after their earnings revealed pandemic growth is waning. Um, So I have a couple of thoughts on this. And again, um, when it comes to stocks, I, I know what technology I like. I don't know anything about... You know the, the earnings per share or any of those key metrics. But I just wanna tell you a couple of things that we're seeing on our end in terms of video conferencing. So our agency, we're back in the office three days per week and we've gone into a hybrid model. So three days in the office, two days work from home. We still use video conferencing all the time, just as much probably as, as during the pandemic. I mean, we're having some face-to-face meetings, but for the most part, there's still so much communication that goes on via video. Um, that being said, we primarily use Google Meets. Uh, we use Gmail for our email, uh, for, for our business email, and um, you know which which we love, and it is just so seamless connecting uh, for uh, for Google Meet video. So it, we still have a Zoom subscription, but for Zoom, there are some clients that request that we use Zoom. But for the most part we're using google meet so even though they said that um, and let me reread this they said after earnings revealed pandemic growth is waning that might be the case i just think that there's more competition out there in the way i mean how many people that use gmail But um, I, I just see more people going to, to google meet but something that will be interesting is just to, to monitor that stock i love following um, just different technology companies and where their stock price is and how much it's up or down. So that's just something I wanted to, to bring to your attention. Uh, okay, moving on here, um, you know, I have a lot of conversations with different business owners, different entrepreneurs. Um, I had a great conversation. Her name is uh, Nano Sweatman, and she is the owner of a small e-commerce business uh, in Columbus called Nano Max uh, Boutique. Uh, so they sell jewelry um, at an affordable price. So this trendy jewelry, and um, you can get it for an affordable price. So so they have close to 50,000 followers on Instagram. And I asked Nano about her key to social media success, and I just loved her answer, so I wanted to, to share it. She talked about authenticity and persistency. Um, remember that. Authenticity and persistency when it comes to your social media. Uh, so let me read this quote. I think what has helped grow instagram over the years has been authenticity we're honest with our followers about who we are we're a small business with a few team members this is all a part of the personality and messaging we put out there on instagram and i think people really feel it and it's refreshing compared to a lot of the other brands out there we also have fun on instagram we play games do giveaways have scavenger hunts it's not a social media manager behind a screen who has to get every word approved it's just me having fun My other tip to others trying to go Instagram is to be authentic and be consistent. I just absolutely loved that answer. There's so many key nuggets from there that I just want to hit on. Um, First off is the authenticity part. Uh, When I started the Media Captain, I tried to make it seem like we were bigger than we were. Um, And let's be real, like people can... Cut through the bullshit. Um, so they they know that if anybody's smart, they're asking the right questions. They know how many team members you have. So I mean, you're not doing yourself any favors faking it. But some people are like nervous to post on their website or on their social media channels, like they don't want people to know that it's just them and one other person. That is that is the. Going to be the key to success for you growing your your brand. People love hearing that story. They want to support small business. Like you have to be authentic, like Nano said. Um, so don't hide what you might think other people are looking down upon you for. Um, embrace that. Like those are things that you should really be um, yeah embracing. Uh, I also liked, and even though we manage social media accounts for, for our clients, we try not to do this and in stating it's not a social media manager behind a screen who has to get every word approved. So just being like real and being fun, which was another thing that she said, like you don't, don't overthink it. So many people try to overthink uh, like content to post, like just get stuff out there, which I'll go into um, in a little bit, but uh You know, I I just wanted to share Nano's quote because I thought it was great. And I think more people need to I think people in order to succeed on social, you have to be more authentic. You have to be consistent um, and you have to be true to yourself. All right. um, My sister, Stephanie, she runs the day to day of Durham Warehouse, of course um she wrote a great article about the marketing material to include inside of your e-commerce packaging again if you sign up for our email at themediacaptain.com you will be able to access these emails Uh, but one thing that we've done that has been absolutely awesome is uh, we incorporated a qr code inside of a postcard that goes inside of our e-commerce packaging so let me try explaining this. Well, it's not that difficult to explain, but um, you know, every day we're sending out hundreds of boxes for Durham Warehouse. Inside of each box uh, is obviously the product, and within that is a huge opportunity to uh, cross-promote your other products. Well, we have our own line that we developed, our own skincare line called Park Perfection. So we promote Park Perfection within the postcard of each box that goes to our customers. Um, In the past you know we had a decent postcard but we recently revamped it with a qr code uh we have now seen a 32 percent uptick in park perfection orders after we started sending out the qr code of course the qr code when people scan it it goes to um, the product you know it goes to the park perfection product page on the durham warehouse website so there's no friction there's just like a seamless transition when you're doing that um so yeah we've been Like, QR codes are just blowing up. I mean, you go to restaurants, you go anywhere. I just got a bill in the mail for my car insurance. And, you know, car insurance, they're normally a little late with technology trends, you could say. And um, it was just fantastic. Uh, QR code right there. I could pay my bill. This is just an absolute game changer because... on just more traditional type of marketing material, you can incorporate digital. Um, so we're seeing this across the board with our clients, but it was really cool to see this case study just coming internally. Uh, so if you are not incorporating QR codes into your marketing, I, I recommend that you do that. All right, moving on here. Um, so one thing I want to talk about is is TikTok uh and Stephanie and I just both started getting more active on TikTok for the Media Captain and for um Derm Warehouse. And so first off for starters, if you are listening to this, follow the Media Captain on TikTok. I post a lot of great videos. Um I give out a lot of good advice, which I always like doing. Uh Stephanie does the same exact thing for Derm Warehouse. So she gave an awesome tour of the Derm Warehouse facility. So if you want to see what our warehouse looks like, well, you're going to have to go over to TikTok. I know a lot of you are probably shaking your head right now, um, just wondering, uh, you know, not wondering, but just being like, you know what? I'm not gonna go viral and I don't give a shit what these teenagers think about my videos. I'll be honest, that is what I thought until I got onto TikTok. And like, as, and I wanna now reveal the strategy for the media captain and for Durham Warehouse because. Anybody out there should be incorporating TikTok for their business. So, what it's done for me, if you subscribe to my email, uh, the Media Captain email newsletter, um, at the end of a lot of these points that I'm going over in the podcast, I record a quick video. So, like when I was talking about the QR code that we incorporated, like we recorded a TikTok video of Stephanie, and that gave me a place to link the video uh, to. Um, So, yeah, people can read about it in an email blast, they can listen to it on a podcast, but now within the email blast, I'm able to link to the TikTok video. Really, no other social media channel gave me that. Like YouTube, you have to upload a longer form of content. Instagram, like you wouldn't record just like a short video talking about a QR code on the Instagram feed because there's supposed to be like beauty and aesthetics included in there. Uh, Yeah, Instagram stories, that could have been a good place for it, but Instagram stories disappear. So for TikTok now it's giving the media captain a place to record video content and link out in a really cool manner. Um, so I'm just like super excited about this because forget about going viral, forget about getting a million views. Right now I literally have less than 10 followers on my TikTok account, but I it is now making sense for me to incorporate it into other mediums. For example, blog posts. All right, you know, when I'm writing a blog on, um, keyword stuffing on the Google My Business page and I have a thought that I want to further expand or articulate on. Um I can just embed a, a TikTok video within the blog. So you're seeing how we're using it for how the media captain is using it for B2B content. Now let's shift over to Durham Warehouse. Um, so for Park Perfection, which I was telling you is the skincare line that we developed, uh, we've been lacking video uh content. Um, so what we did is we reached out to all of our customers and said, Hey, if you record a video, um, and send it to us, we will give you a $25 gift card to the Durham warehouse website. Uh, I think after sending it out, we had 15 to 20 people that responded right away saying that they wanted to do this. so what we are getting now is this authentic, really cool and authentic videos of people applying the Park Perfection instant eye lift under their eyes and seeing the instance results and getting their reaction, which bodes really well for TikTok. Um, but also, like we're going to be able to incorporate that into Email Blast for Derm Warehouse. We can embed these reactions on the product page of our website. So you know, you should be embracing TikTok because there is a lot of cross promotion on other channels. And I just don't want you to think that you need to have a hundred thousand followers. You need to go viral. Like if that's the case, don't, you know, maybe you'll, you'll strike gold, but when you can start incorporating it into other aspects of your business, I think it's really important. All right, moving on here, we have a client that is acquiring another business. Uh, He contacted me a week before the close to let me know the business acquisition, which I will tell you is um, way too late and and puts us in a little bit of a, we'll be okay, but it's, uh, I I wish we would have known earlier because we're just hustling to get all of our ducks in a row. If you are going to acquire a a business, you should really do your due diligence from a digital marketing perspective. There's things you have to do, like acquire all of their, you know, uh, acquire all of the website assets. So if you're purchasing another business, you need to get their domain registrar, their hosting, um, the, the, the MX records for email. There's just a lot of things that you need to do. Also, there is a huge SEO potential benefit when you acquire a business because you can conduct what's called a 301 redirect. So the power gets transferred from their site over to your site. Um, you need to claim your Google, my business, you know, the Google, my business page of the business you're going to acquire. You need to claim the social media channels. So there's all of this, th- there's all of this stuff that has to be done yet. A lot of business owners wait until the last minute to do that. Um, so just, uh, you know, I know, I know acquisitions and MA, it doesn't happen very often and it might never happen in your lifetime if you're listening to this podcast, but, if you are part of a business or you're thinking of acquiring a business, do a consult with somebody that knows digital marketing just to get their two cents on like the, the digital strength of the brand that you're potentially going to acquire. Um, all right, well, uh, that does it for this episode of the Media Captain Podcast. I hope you like the new format just going through the, the weekly gold, as we call it, uh, what we put within the email blast. Um, I think when uh, Stephanie comes back onto the podcast, which should be soon, there's no, we, we just need to get together and start recording these. But um, I think it'll be even better when she incorporates her two cents, obviously. So um, thanks, everyone. And again, sign up for the Media Captain newsletter at themediacaptain.com um, to get, obviously, the weekly newsletter of, of what I just went over. I link to a lot of external articles, I link to those TikTok videos that I was talking about and you'll just get some more nuggets within there. Thanks everyone.